Welcome to the Redeeming Productivity Show. This is the podcast that helps Christians get more done and get it done like Christians. And I am your host, Reagan Rose. Here we talk about a theology of productivity and practical ways you can make the most of your life for God's glory. Well, I want to welcome you back because we are here at the beginning of season five. I've got a ton of interesting topics and guests lined up for this season that I can't wait to show you, but this first episode is going to be a little bit different because we are celebrating. We're celebrating a milestone. I am recording this right now on March 1st, 2022, and I'm celebrating a huge milestone. It has officially been one full year since I began doing Redeeming Productivity full time. It's been a wild ride, and I just kind of want to use this episode to celebrate that a little bit, share some of the lessons I've learned from running a media ministry for the last year, and thank you guys for all of your support along the way. Before we get into the episode, though, I would like to ask you a quick favor. If you're enjoying Redeeming Productivity, if you're getting value out of it, If you're entertained, even, could you do me a favor and write a review? Uh, Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or somewhere else that allows reviews, just taking a couple minutes to give it a good review, say what you like about it, that does loads to help new people find the show and makes me feel really nice. So do it, please. Thank you. The other thing is, I just want to say thank you to the patrons, the people who support this show via Patreon. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. I wouldn't be able to keep doing this or the other uh, stuff I do on biblical productivity without your help. So thank you. And if you are getting value out of this show, my newsletter, videos, or other resources, please consider becoming a supporter of Redeeming Productivity. You can do so through giving a one-time recurring donation at redeemingproductivity.com slash donation or by joining the Redeeming Productivity Patreon at patreon.com slash redeemingprod. Okay, now let's get into the show. So from time to time, I do these sort of self-serving episodes a little bit where I just kind of look back and, and reflect on how things are going, where they're going, what's happening with Redeeming Productivity as a ministry, and I don't know if you guys like these. I always hear positive things when I do kind of share a little behind the scenes. So I'm just going to go for it. And I guess you could say this is an episode about entrepreneurship, an episode about doing your own thing, going out on your own as a Christian and and trying to create something because that's what I've done. And I've learned a lot in the last year going from doing redeeming productivity as a hobby to trying to make it my full-time job. And I just want to share with you kind of how that came about, uh, how the last year has been, what have been like the highs and the lows. And really the, the main thing is I want to talk about what I've learned. I want to share some of the lessons I've learned over the last year going full-time with Redeeming Productivity. So if you're new to the show, it might help to have a little bit of background So Redeeming Productivity is the ministry I started as like a hobby back in 2016. In fact, I went back and looked and it was on January 26th of 2016 that I wrote the first post on my blog. 
And at the time, it was called the Pastor's Week. I was in seminary, and for some reason, I thought that I uh, was going to give a bunch of advice to pastors when I wasn't even a pastor myself yet. But uh, I kind of just was sharing how to manage your time from a biblical perspective with tools that uh, would be helpful to, to anybody. And the first article I wrote was called Why Pastors Must Produce. Yes, very, very interesting. I think it's still out there if you go and look for it, but I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, later, some friends said, you know, you should rename the blog. You should, you should focus more on general Christian productivity. You should call it something different. And so I racked my brain and in the parking lot of a KFC, I came up with the name Redeeming Productivity. And so I renamed the blog, rebranded it, and that was that. Later, I launched this podcast back in August of 2019 with the first episode on 10 Tips for Seminarians. And since then, I have produced many, many podcasts. I mean, well over 100. I don't know how many it is now. Tons of articles, lots of YouTube videos, and many other things. And so I was doing all this just as a hobby. You know, I, I wasn't drawing an income from it. I mean, maybe a few dollars here and there from ads or affiliate links or things like that. But this was in no way contributing significantly to uh, my livelihood. So fast forward a little bit and it's 2020 COVID hits. I'm living in California with my wife and my son and working with grace to you. And I'm just reflecting on why we're so far from our family. Why, why? Cause we're in Michigan now this is where my wife and my family is from. And I'm just like, why are our kids really going to grow up without their grandparents in their life? Are they only going to see them a couple times a year? And so I was thinking really serious about this. Is this a selfish thing? Is this, you know, desiring comfort over ministry or, you know, and really, really wrestled with that. Maybe someday I'll do an episode on that, particularly that idea of living close to family um, and whether that's a worthwhile thing to pursue or not. I think it is. <laughs> and I chose that. And so we moved back to Michigan around November of 2020 and Initially, I started working with Not the Bee, with my buddy uh, Adam over there from the Babylon Bee, and did that for, I don't remember how many months it was, but in February, I just was like, this is not for me. I have no business being in the news. I'm just, it's just depressing me. I do not like this. And also at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking this redeeming productivity thing, I've been doing it at that point for almost five years. And I was like, why am I doing this? Why do I care so much about this topic? Why don't I just quit and just focus more on, on my main job or, or focus more on my family? Why am I waking up early and recording podcasts and writing articles on this topic? And I just really thought about it more and more. And I came to the conclusion, I really believe very strongly that there is a gap in the Christian world, in this area of practical stewardship. You know, we understand what the Bible teaches. We understand that we ought to be faithful, hopefully, you know, if you're at a good church. But there's a real lack of information about how exactly you should redeem the time, how exactly you should set goals, how exactly you can have a productive routine. And these were the things these that formed sort of the, the scaffolding for my own spiritual life. It was practical things that I did each day. 
that enabled me to, you know, wake up early with the morning routine to, to, so that I could be in God's word, be in prayer. Uh, it, it was learning to manage my tasks that allowed me to be more faithful with my commitments and even take on more than when I was just trying to store it all in my head. I just recognized that there, there's a real need for practical stuff that isn't uh, grounded in worldly philosophy, which is a lot of what you get in most productivity things. And so I really believed ministry-wise that redeeming productivity was a worthwhile thing if I could give my full efforts to it. And if I couldn't, then I should just stop and move on. And so it was really this crossroads for me about, am I going to keep doing this or am I just going to move on and leave it behind? Because with, with a kid and another one on the way at the time, I knew that my days were numbered of doing this as like a side thing with no real end in sight. So convinced that this was a worthwhile ministry and convinced that, you know, I had something, I had enough people that I, maybe I could make this work financially speaking and and go from making like $0 from it to making enough to provide for a family. And my wife was on board. And so we pulled the trigger and I went in in February. I told Adam, I I can't do this no more. And on March 1st, I sat down at my computer and I said, okay, now what? And since then, over the last year, I've launched my Power Mornings course, which is about how to construct a, an effective Christian morning routine. I launched that in the spring, and that did quite well. And that made me realize, oh, wait, maybe there really is a hunger for this stuff. Maybe there's a, a way to, uh, to super serve people and, and actually be able to, to draw an income somehow to support myself and my family. I also got the opportunity to write the book, A Student's Guide to Gaming, which was incredible. It was such a blessing to to get to do that. I launched Redeeming Productivity Academy in September, which is our membership program. And I just, just yesterday, turned in the manuscript for the Redeeming Productivity book. It's incredible to me. I mean, if you had asked me a year ago, where are things going to sit, you know, in a year from now? I would not have guessed that all these things would have happened. I had no idea what I was going to do or where any of it was going, honestly. I didn't have a strong plan. I just kind of started throwing stuff at the wall. And I'm just blown away at the Lord's providence and just so thankful for all of you who have supported this show, the newsletter, who have uh, given to this, who have, who have bought the, the courses or joined the membership. Um, it's just unbelievable. And just all the kind notes I get every week, emails from people. I, I, I'm speechless. (laughs) I'm just so thankful that I get to do this full time and that it does seem to be working out that we are able to keep doing it full time. Um, but I've learned a ton. I've learned a ton. And that's really what I want to share with you is over this last year, going out on your own. If you're somebody who's ever considered, Hey, maybe I want to do freelancing full time, or maybe I want to start my own business, or maybe I want to, you know, do, do a ministry or plan a church, start something from scratch. Really? That's what I'm getting at. It's regardless of what it is. It doesn't have to be like an online thing like I'm doing, but building something by yourself, my goodness, it's like playing an entirely different version of the game of life. And I have learned a ton a ton in the last year. So let me just share a few uh, takeaways that, I don't know, maybe, maybe some of these thoughts will be helpful to you if you've considered this kind of thing. The first one is working alone requires a whole nother level of productivity. 
When you work for somebody else, you work for a company, when you have a supervisor, a boss, you have somebody who's telling you, hey, this needs to be done by this date. There's some built in constraints. You know, you can't, you're, if you slack off, you know, the, you're going to get in trouble for it. And so, you know, as Christians, we want to be productive in those roles to honor God, uh, not just to honor our, our boss, you know, like it says in the scriptures that we, we want to do it, not just, uh, as, as to please men, but to please God. And so you try to be organized, you try to get things done on time, but man, when you're doing it by yourself and there's no one around, it's hard. You have to be like way more organized because you're not the one just doing the work or telling people, you know, if you're a manager telling people what to do, you're doing both. You're doing everything. And so you got to be super organized. Uh, You have (laughs) working alone is also rough because you are uncertain about every single choice you make. You know, like like at some level, no matter what, if you work with a, a group of people, even if you're at the top, some, not every decision comes down to you. You know, you can, you can delegate and say, Hey, you guys, you know, you, your team decides on that thing. You figure it out and just tell me what you do. But when it's just you, every choice comes to you and you're scared to death because the whole, especially if you're building something, the whole, uh, operation depends on you being able to make the right choices. And if you misstep, you feel it. And so like throughout this whole year, I've constantly felt the burden of, if I do the wrong thing, I could kill this whole thing that I've poured my life into. Redeeming productivity may just completely die because it's not going to be able to support us. And that's a lot of weight. And so, yeah, working alone requires a whole nother level of productivity. If you're organized, you have to um, agonize over every decision and try to be wise with that. But I think too with that is it requires you to be more diligent about rest And now this is a topic that comes up a lot. We've talked about it on this podcast, but the idea of making sure that you get proper rest and recreation. Jesus said, you know, that the Sabbath was created for man, not man for the Sabbath. His point was that the idea that God has given us this day of rest was not for, uh, not so that we would serve that day of rest, but so that it could serve us. We need it. It reminds us of our creatureliness, of our finitude, of our total lack of power to actually get things done. And that it's a great reminder that God's the only one who really gets stuff done. He just sometimes deigns to do it through us. But when you work by yourself, uh, weekends become optional. You know, a lot of jobs, like maybe some jobs, some of your jobs are way more demanding and your boss is always trying to get you to work on the weekend. But when you're not working when you work for yourself, you feel that on the bottom line, especially when things aren't established yet, especially when the income isn't there. And this is required wisdom for knowing when to turn things off and just trust the Lord. That's been huge for me this year. It's just on Saturday, it's just saying, I'm not going to do anything. Um, you know, and obviously things do come up and sometimes I have to do stuff, but on the whole, I try to be diligent about that. And you have to force yourself. You have to have rules. You have to say, I'm done at five o'clock. You have to turn the phone off. Um, because if you don't, you burn out. When I don't do it, I'm not I'm, I'm not less stressed because I'm getting more done. I'm more stressed because I never get to take a break. So all of the stuff that, you know, I, I, I'd been writing about and telling people about productivity for years about, oh, got to make sure you rest. You got to be organized. You got to manage your tasks well. I was doing those in my normal life. But when I went to work for myself, it 
got way more important. The second thing I've learned in this past year doing Redeeming Productivity full-time is that entrepreneurship is asking for trials of faith. Going out on your own is just asking for your faith to be tested. Because one, it's total responsibility. I, I realize now, I never understood this before, but I realize now just how much is on the shoulders of people that run their own businesses, or if you're planting a church, or if you're doing whatever, if you're building something by yourself, you know what I'm talking about. It's hard to fathom that until you do it yourself, just how much pressure that is. Everything comes down to you. And it, it's just in those ways, it's so much easier to be an employee and it's crazy stressful to try to do your own thing. But even with that, I wouldn't go back. I really wouldn't go back. I mean, if the Lord wills it, um, I will, you know, of course, work for someone again. But I, I love this. I love doing this full time. It's harder than anything I've done before. It's more work. It's more stressful. But man, do I love it. I love it. Because it gives me so much purpose. Now, of course, my purpose in life comes from God. It's to glorify him. But man, the way we glorify God is through work. I've talked about this before in here many times, that, that God made us to build. And there is a joy in exercising dominion. When you get to make something yourself, whatever it is, if it's physical or, or if you're building a, uh, a ministry or a business, that's so fulfilling. It's unlike anything else. There's just so much joy in it. And there's also so much doubt and so much prayer and so much spiritual growth that has happened over this last year in me. Daily, I'm tempted by things, love of money, fear of man, desire to, to you know, hedge on the gospel, uh, anger, <laughs> frustration, and so many other sins that just come by virtue of the pressure of building something yourself. But man, I got to tell you guys, I have grown more spiritually in the last year than I did in, in, in three years I was in seminary or in, in maybe, you know, much of my Christian life combined just in a single year. Because listen, it's not just theory here. It's daily. My beliefs are put to the test. Is God sovereign? Does he care for me? If, if I choose today to honor him in my work instead of cutting corners, instead of trying to be, find some, some way to make this work faster and, and take a shortcut. Will he honor that? Will he provide for me? Will he take care of my family? It's scary, but man, it's amazing, man. It's amazing how much I've grown through it. Entrepreneurship is asking for trials of faith, but it's worth it because trials of faith make you grow. Third thing is just try stuff and ask for feedback. This is something I learned by doing this full time for a year. It took a long time to figure out what redeeming productivity was. In some ways, I'm still not exactly sure. But for a long time, I thought I'm a blogger. You know, redeeming productivity is a blog. I'm a blogger. Uh, and then I thought, well, I'm a podcaster. I started a podcast. I'm a podcaster. And then I started a YouTube channel. I think I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> and when I tried to describe reading productivity to people, I never really knew what to say. I just said, oh, it's a, it's a media ministry. Um, and going full time from basically just doing a bunch of stuff for, for free and putting out their content, going from that to trying to find a way to make it uh, actually be able to at least pay so that I, you know, my family could eat. That was interesting because I didn't really know how I would do that. And I tried everything. And that was been, what's been interesting is I tried some things and some of it resonated with people. Some of it I stopped doing. 
So I doubled down on the stuff that worked. And this is the thing, this is the takeaway for me. And then I'd share with you, if you're trying to build something, look, there's no magic formula. No one can tell you if you do this model and do exactly these steps, it will work. It's different for everybody. And it's just trial and error. It's testing and feedback. And for me, what kept me going was I just had a conviction that this ministry was worth doing and that God would show me when it was time to call it quits. And that day hasn't come yet. And so I just keep putting in the reps. I keep trying things and I keep double downing, doubling down what works. And God has blessed some of those efforts and other ones. He's shown me well, it's not fruitful. Great. But the clarity comes when you're moving. You, you can't steer a car that's not in motion. And I talked, I get emails from people a lot, actually, a surprising amount from people who are like, I want to do something similar to what you're doing. And I, and I always answer those emails. I always try to give you guys feedback. Like I want, if you're interested in doing Christian media ministry and your sound and doctrine, I want to support you. I want to help you too. But so many people that write to me never do anything. They're constantly in the planning stage, constantly wondering, well, what if this, what if that? Well, I'm not quite sure yet. I'm still thinking about it. And I know people, I've talked to people that have literally guys years, many years saying, oh, I'm almost ready to start. I'm almost ready to launch. Just start and and screw up and make changes as you go. Uh, you're not going to get it right the first time. Nobody does. There's no, there's no born geniuses. There's nobody who just comes out the gate and it just, it's going to be magic. It's a lot of failure and it's a lot of struggle and it's a lot of trusting God. And that's what makes me so thankful to be a Christian because I know that in all of this, if I'm seeking to glorify him, if I'm seeking to bring him honor above all, well, all the missteps, all the failures, all the, all the things that don't work out, that's okay. Because if I sought to glorify him, then it, then it mattered. It was worth it. So those are three lessons I've learned from doing redeeming productivity full time for one year. Uh, Working alone requires a whole nother level of productivity. Entrepreneurship is asking for trials of faith and just try stuff and ask for feedback. That's the last one. I'll I'll add one more thing to that last one. The feedback's everything. You having a community of people that you can talk to and say, would you guys be interested in this? Or what do you think about this? That's so big. No matter what you're doing, if you're building anything, get in a group of people that can give you early and often feedback that there's so many things that were just like ill-fated that I tried to do because, uh, I just did it in the dark and threw it out there and thought, well, maybe people will like this. And I didn't like it. They didn't care. So, uh, get feedback, get feedback. That's been one of the huge benefits for me personally from the Redeeming Productivity Academy is the people in there tell me stuff. They're like, Oh, I like this. You should change that. It's wonderful. Um, so yeah, get feedback, just try stuff, get feedback. Don't wait around forever. So what's next? Well, I'm going to keep doing this podcast. I'm going to keep writing articles, newsletter, lots of all the free stuff uh, that I do and put out there. I want to keep serving you guys. This is what I'm about. My mission in life is to help Christians live productive lives for God's glory. And Redeemed Productivity Academy uh, has clearly shown itself to be a great vehicle for achieving that mission while also enabling me to continue doing free stuff. So I'm going to double down on that. I plan to keep going on that membership. Um, It's closed right now. If you guys are interested, you can go to redeemingproductivity.com slash academy and you can sign up for the wait list. 
but I'm right now in the process of revamping the whole, my whole website, my whole digital presence to focus redeeming productivity more around that membership, because that's just been such a great, uh, place for working with people more directly on how to implement some of these practices and this theology in their life so that they can be more productive so that God can get more glory. Last thing, I just want to say thank you again. Thank you to everybody who has been with Redeeming Productivity since the beginning, uh, especially those of you who have supported uh, RP financially through Patreon or otherwise or the membership. Whenever I am facing a season of doubt and I think I should just quit. Let me just throw in the towel. I don't want to do this anymore. This is too hard. I look at the little folder I have of kind emails that so many of you have sent me and I look at Patreon and I think, man, if these people believe in this enough that they're willing to support or say these nice things, I should believe in it. And so I just keep going and I keep trusting the Lord. So thank you guys. And thank you for listening to the show. I hope this was helpful for somebody out there. I know it's a little bit off the usual. Next week, we'll be back with Scott Kadersha, who is going to be talking about marriage and relationships and how that intersects with productivity and how we can be more deliberate in our relationships so that God might be more glorified and we might better serve those people whom God has called us to love. But until then... Remember this, in whatever you do, do it well and do it all to the glory of God. For more productivity from a Christian worldview, check out my weekly newsletter, Reagan's Roundup. Every Thursday, I share an insight along with the five best links I found that week that I think will help you in your journey to becoming a more productive Christian. It's totally free. Just go to newsletter.redeemingproductivity.com to sign up for Reagan's Roundup. That's newsletter.redeemingproductivity.com.